0: This is James on Gemrish FM, and you're listening to Normal People, the podcast. Yeah, this is a uh, little mini-series I'm putting together to introduce my short film, Normal People, which is going to be broadcast on ABC2 in January 2017. If you're listening to this podcast as it comes out, as a little reward for my Gemrish FM listeners on letting you know the time that it'll be on, if you'd like the novelty of watching something on live TV is uh, 10 p.m. Friday the 13th of January 2017. Uh, the film only goes for about seven minutes, um, so be careful because it could be over before you notice it. Anyway, it has been broadcast in very low definition, so I, I can't like recommend it. I would recommend, if you really want to enjoy my movie, I would recommend waiting to see it in high definition or 4K, which is what we showed it in. But the ABC doesn't do that. Everything you need to know about watching normal people, you can find at normal People. Dot but let's get to the podcast, shall we? Basically, the concept for this podcast is to have intimate one-on-one chats with a few of the people I met working on the film. In this episode, we speak to Olivia. She is the head of the art department, the production designer. So she put together anything you see in the scene that isn't native. So in this particular movie, normal people, There, one of the characters has an ice cave. Uh, which makes sense if you see the film. And Olivia had to put that together in very short notice and uh, I'm not sure if it comes up well in the ABC version but on the HD 4K version it looks amazing and nice and blue. So let's have a chat to Olivia amongst the birds in a park. Here we go. I'm joined today by a production designer... Art department head? I don't know what your title would be on this. Well, what, would you, what would you call yourself?
1: Depends what the producer gives me, but I generally go art department or if it's head of department, go production designer okay. or set dresser. There's many titles, but I generally go production designer. And you are? My name is Olivia Lees.
0: How are you, Olivia?
1: I'm good. A bit okay. nervous, but I'm good.
0: Uh, uh, we had to uh, delay this podcast a bit because you've had surgery.
1: That That is correct. I, uh, I don't know how I got it, but I ended up with a rotator cuff tear in my shoulder, yeah. so I've been out for six weeks, and I've just come off the sling, and now have to start six months of physio, of What, yeah, you've been exercise. in the sleeve for six weeks? I've been in the sling for six weeks. Oh, right. Since February. So you've just out? So I've just out. <laughs>
0: oh, right. How long have you been out for?
1: Um, about a week. So. What's it
0: been like? Freedom?
1: It, it's amazing, because being in a sling over February is oh, 100 great. degrees. So I've been very hot and sweaty with a stupid sling on. So it's amazing relief to have no arm across the body.
0: Do you have to take into account fashion? Like if you're going out on the weekend, do you have to get a special Mm. saffron (laughs) thing? I mean, you're an art designer. Do you think about these things? you do costume on some films?
1: I I have been asked to do costume. I've recently um, done a film as costume designer, which is a bit scary because i'm not really trained in costume i generally go production design art yeah. department stuff so i've had a few opportunities in costume um and i would like to actually know how to sew mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of my costume is just going to shops and sourcing mm-hmm. and then just adapting whatever i've, I've bought so. all right
0: so did you do anything interesting with your sling
1: um no <laughs> i did. Okay. i had no motivation it was just annoying me so <laughs> just let it pass by okay
0: I'm guessing you couldn't work on anything in that time?
1: No, I just pretty much spent that time to, to heal because I spent um, all of January working on a TV series called Top Not Detective, just oh, yeah. going on SBS. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty hard labour, so that probably didn't help my fact that okay. I had a torn tendon. But oh, so,
0: so as soon as you finished that, you were like, i got to get surgery now.
1: Pretty much. I was like, okay, guys, I've got to go now and go into hospital and get this sorted. So it's a much much-weighted surgery, so I planned it. Hopefully, well, I don't know if it's gonna work, but um, I'm gonna be out for a bit longer than I thought, mm-hmm. so it's a long healing process. <laughs>
0: um, now we are in a park. Do you know, do you know where we are? I have no idea. Where <laughs> I literally was like, I did the GP was like, turn right here. I'm like, this does not look like I'm going anywhere.
1: <laughs> well, considering I can't drive at the moment, I am we are right next to the Southland shopping center in the park, surrounded by. Billions of birds. I don't actually know the name of the park, except you googled it and okay. you said it was like Agincourt Court, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's what it's called." I okay. don't know. I just so know did it you have park. to look it
0: up to see what I was talking about?
1: I knew what you're talking about, oh, okay. but I just want to double check that it was the right one, <laughs> so I wasn't going to the wrong part
0: <laughs> Have you lived here all the time? Uh, south of the River, girl.
1: I I am yes. Um, I don't have very many memories from when I was younger. Um, I was actually born in Newcastle, in Sydney and moved over. You don't over. have any
0: memories from when you're younger.
1: Well, I don't remember... Is an issue? Other, or is a, <laughs> no. You've just
0: preferred to just, forget it.
1: I just have a shocking memory. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of remember what I did last month. It's pretty bad. All oh, right. Okay. Um, no, I, I moved over when I think I was two. I don't know. The details are very blurry because I just don't know many things. Um, we did used to live in a different house, but the only house I remember I've lived in for pretty much 20-odd years. So okay. That's all I remember. So, so you, yes, I've been here pretty much my you've life. You've come to
0: this park and, you know, had a, a green bag.
1: I've actually time. never been to this okay. park. No, all right. <laughs> I know where it is. I've just yeah. never been okay. in it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was going to go back and say, how did you come to be on normal people? Obviously, you started off in Newcastle. <laughs> and then you moved to Perth.
1: Yeah. And then... Uh, you and went then... to school... I went to school at Willerton Primary, which is literally across from my house where the park is. And then I went to Willerton High, Mm -hmm. which was questionable. It was very, I don't know, the most annoying years of my life. Right, okay. It was the most stereotypical high school you could ever go to. Um, So that was crap. And then after that, I didn't really plan on going to uni. Mm -hmm. It just didn't seem to fit with me, generally because I'm not great with English. And I know that essays is, like, a top thing mm-hmm. with uni. So, I decided to go to TAFE, which was Central TAFE. Okay. And that's the one near the museum.
0: And nobody knows.
1: And that was for uh, screen, screen studies. Okay.
0: So, you went right in?
1: Pretty much. Well, it was actually... My mum suggested to go because I yeah. always had a passion for art. Yeah. So, when it's uh, the year 10 choose-your-life kind of situation... Yeah. Um, I had to decide what I wanted to do so I was like okay I'm going to TAFE definitely and then I was like I want to do something arty so I was going to do like visual graphics sort of mm-hmm. thing um, and then mum suggested oh why don't you do some screen studies and I'm like oh, okay and I applied and I actually got in I was like oh that's good Yeah. and then from there I just fell in love with it because okay. I always always like to see the behind the scenes features on DVDs so I was like this is very suiting <laughs> so you
0: were immediately drawn to the art department side of things
1: definitely because I like Obviously, because I like art, I was like, okay, I could try doing editing and sound and all that stuff, but I feel like it's like a second nature. It's just, I just know what what I'm doing with art, so I will definitely wanted to be involved with it. And okay. no one wanted to do it in time, yeah. so I was like, I'll do oh, it. Really? <laughs> it's like the least like, attended subject.
0: <laughs> and then what, what did you, that's crazy. Yeah. You think it'd be like... <laughs>
1: You'll think they'll be it's like, oh, more creative yeah, side exactly. Of the but everyone's thing. like, no, I've got to, you know, i am got to film things, I've got to direct oh, things. Right, so I'm yeah. like, oh, God, no.
0: <laughs> um, and so, we, we, have you, I assume you finished that?
1: Yeah, I finished that in 2012. That's when yeah. I graduated. And then since then, I've pretty much been freelancing in art department. Yeah.
0: So that was, yeah. when I went to film school, like the only people who got jobs straight out of, um, out of film school were the art department people because they've always, oh, really? <laughs> people always need. Assistance and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's what I was a bit confused about. I was like, okay, no you, one wants to do this. <laughs> you didn't get
0: assistance. No, I, no, there wasn't many. Yeah. But everyone else sort of came out and was like, what do I do now? But the people who art department, like, one person didn't even bother finishing because she got a, got a job on oh, some, nice. <laughs> you know, $5 an hour making styrofoam eggs <laughs> project. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is that what, is that kind of stuff you were doing?
1: Um, do? Well, it was kind of a bit, my year was a bit... Of an odd year because uh, I was lucky to have a girl in um, cert four pretty much get bumped up straight to advanced diploma, which is the final year. Mm-hmm. So um, because if I didn't have her, then it would have just been me doing ten short films that oh, right. whole entire year,
0: and I would have. So they bumped up for convenience.
1: Pretty much, like she was quite talented and she obviously showed interest in art department. So mm-hmm. they bumped her up and said, "Look, do you want to do this and skip diploma altogether?" And I'm so glad I did that. They're such
0: a-holes, TAFE, because I applied to do a TAFE course, and they're like, well, you only have a Cert four, so you can't do this advanced diploma course. And I'm like, well, you look at all the units that are in the diploma course, Mm -hmm. I've pretty much got them covered, and it's like, oh, we won't even look at it. They wouldn't even give me a chance to... Anyway, <laughs> and then now they're bumping up people within that.
1: Well, I don't know. When did you go for it?
0: Oh, this is probably ages ago. Oh,
1: okay. But the funny
0: is, my I did I did my cert 4 literally two months after I did my cert four. They upgraded the course I did to an advanced diploma. Oh, okay. So if I had enrolled in the next year, like I finished in, I finished. You know, I didn't even finish till January. And the people who started in March yeah. got an advanced appointment for doing the exact same course.
1: Oh.
0: Anyway, that's just my well, personal beef.
1: Apparently, because I've heard a few people that have graduated after me, um, a lot of the TAFE courses mm. have changed. Like, I think they've gotten completely rid of Cert 3 or 4. Yeah. Um, and then they've got no art department at all <laughs> <anymore>. Oh, really? <laughs> because no one wanted to do it. So there's no subject that actually allows you to be in production design which oh, I was right. so lucky that I actually got it before they yeah. cancelled it otherwise I had to suffer through some other subject
0: I wanted to do it, a sound thing and you can only do sound as advanced deployment.
1: oh okay and
0: uh, and I imagine like there can't be that many people wanting to do sound either so I thought I'll be a shoo-in to get in Like they wouldn't even look at my portfolio because I just literally on the application for it said I only had a cert for so they wouldn't even look at you know
1: oh. alright we won't bring that up anymore sorry
0: I'm <laughs> bumming everyone out anyway. <laughs> my sad sorry, um <laughs> but that was cool and you teamed up with this girl and then what what did you do straight out of
1: um so after after the horrific events of uh of TAFE
0: or doing 10 short films 10
1: do, yeah how ten did that go um it wasn't too bad so the way that we did it because there was only two of us um the first half of the year we did a <laughs> we did a uh project called the 180 project mm-hmm. which I think Optus was running but um Because our year was pretty lazy, um, meaning the editors and all that, none of our projects were finished on time. So all of that hard work for the first semester went nowhere, which is great. Um, But we took in turns on who was the head of department and who was the assistant. Mm -hmm. So she took three films um, first year, first semester, sorry, as head of department. I took two. Mm -hmm. That was for the 180 projects. And then for the second half of the year, we had our short films, which all the... Um,
0: Optus 180?
1: The Optus 180 was the first year. Yeah. And then the second year was uh, the class wrote scripts. Yeah. And then they had like the top five scripts that were chosen. Um, so I ended up doing production design for three short films. And she did two. And yeah. then we just pretty much went reverse with assisting and stuff. Um, so it wasn't too bad for the second semester. The only problem was... Uh, I had a very short turnaround because I was doing three films as HD. Uh, it kind of, one week I was doing some script and then I had to have like one day literally to sort out all my stuff because then we started the next day for a full week doing the next film. Yeah. <laughs> so I was very stressed that year. <laughs> I can imagine. It was very, very, uh, very, very stressful. But um, we finished, I got a Student of the Year award because... I think I was the only st- student, or well, female student, that pretty much did their work, because yeah. <laughs> everyone in TAFE slacks off, unfortunately. Yeah. Not trying to badmouth everyone, but it was true. Yeah. Um. So we got like a, a male and female student of the year. So I got one, and then um, uh, I was kind of expecting it. I kind of think. Yeah. Not yeah. being like very up myself, but I was. I actually finished my work on time, and I actually submitted the work that was needed and passed, which is good.
0: <laughs> it is, is it amazing, like, uh, did you have to pay for that? Or is that, do you get
1: for the TAFE award. course? The, sorry? Did you
0: have to pay for TAFE course or was that paid by some...
1: Um, I yeah. was lucky that my parents, because I financially couldn't do it myself. Yeah. Um, my parents paid for it. Oh, but right. It's but it a wasn't, lot, like,
0: it wasn't it, paid by the government. It
1: wasn't paid by the government. I'm not special in any way. It was just uh, I was very lucky that I've got very supportive parents that were able to to um, pay for my course. Yeah, because um, when I did yeah.
0: my four course, it cost a fortune. Like I, I used the money I would pay off my step with mm. to go and do this course instead. So I now I have a step, <laughs> and I was amazed by the people there who just didn't take it. Like you only get out of it what you put in. Do you know what I mean? Like That's I was amazed true. by the people who sort of turned up to class and that was it, and yeah. they. They didn't really, like, dig their fingers in and yeah. get dirty. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's life.
1: <laughs> um, it was... I kind of look at it as... TAFE was a very good um, intro to how film works. Yeah. It's but, much more practical. But it's it's definitely more practical than uni. That's probably another reason why I enjoyed it yeah. over that. Yeah,
0: I left uni to do... Yeah. Well, I went to F- F- FTR, which is kind of like TAFE at the time. But yeah, true. It was... Literally in six months, we did more than we did in two years. Each.
1: Yeah, that's um, pretty good. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we did more fun theory stuff as well. Like mm. the the uni stuff was just BS, but the, you know we would like because that FTI had their own cinema. So like every, we, on our days off that we weren't in, we would just Movie come into the thing, to watch movies in the cinema, and then we would talk about it afterwards. Oh, and
1: nice! I should have gone there. Yeah.
0: Well, it's all. I don't think they even do that anymore, and they, yeah.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure that it has has the actual Fti building that was in Fremantle closed down. Is yeah, right? they're
0: renovating, and I think they've decided not to move back there because right, okay, you know, Perth I is way it more convenient. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> because they're in the library, you have to share the facilities with all the yeah. library staff. And then yeah.
1: the library staff are a bit yeah. annoying, but um, anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so you, you've you had a baptism of fire, and like, did you make? contacts then like did you had to do uh you know external things placement stuff
1: yeah um so what happened was through my last year of tafe um one of my lecturers obviously knew that I was taking this seriously compared to all the other students yeah. and he was able to pass on my details to a previous tafe student yeah um and they were doing a short film called little astronaut
0: Oh yeah, um, I think I've seen
1: it. It's quite quite a good film. And so I was able to help assist with um, a girl named Ellen Hugo. She was doing production design. Mm-hmm. So I was her art assistant for as many days as they needed me. Um, and that was pretty much my foot in the door. That was a good good opening. And then from there, I just networked like, <laughs> like you have to in this, mm-hmm. in this industry. So I just kind of got in contact with people. A lot of people actually got in contact with me because... It seems to be quite rare to have art department in Perth, yeah. Um, especially for assistance because a lot of people want payment and seeing as I was fresh out of TAFE, I was doing a lot of volunteer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was a good way to kind of build up a, a resume as well. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and so you've been busy since then?
1: Yeah. So... so oh God, I can't even count right now. How many years has it been? <laughs> a lot. About three to four four. years. This year will be four years. So since then, I've pretty much took on freelancing. Um, A lot of the work I've done has been very independent work. So half the time is not paid. It's for the love of it. Yeah. Which I've kind of taken into consideration as this is good networking for me. I can put this on my resume sort of Mm. thing. But uh, it's almost come to the point where I need to start... (laughs) charging people yeah. for my services because it's just uh, it's not a good uh, living situation to just do everything for free
0: it's a hard it's a hard line industry <laughs> to, that line is such a fuzzy line mm-hmm. where it's like um, you know you want to do things for free to get you know to make sure you're getting work and then exactly. later on you know you want money to, so actually you can pursue it full time yeah but also because you don't want to be an asshole and under, <laughs> undermine the people who want payment and stuff like that. And yeah,
1: it's it's a bit it's a bit tricky. So. Um, so
0: many arguments on the internet. Oh. Every Facebook I have it, every day is a new argument about this should be paid or this should not be paid. Blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> oh God, I hate money with a passion. But you kind of need it, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of a bit
0: of a. I'm a bit of a problem. communist. Like I, I yeah, I've never. I think the, the tiny bit of money I've ever technically made from film I've always just spent it on whatever I'm working on and I've worked in other art industries and that is like no like I did this dance course I wasn't Mm -hmm. dancing they just wanted someone a film person there and I got paid to do it and I was just like can I use my pay to like make an awesome set and they're like no And but we'll get it, and I was like, "Well, we'll get a better product in the end that I can put on my resume." And they're like, "No, that's not good. It makes us seem unprofessional that we're not living off the money we got from this funding." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and then the end product we got is useless.
1: Mm.
0: I can't put that on my thing because we didn't put any money into it.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's a bit of it's a bit of a hard hard life for. Uh, <laughs> for anyone that wants to get involved with film, just because a lot of it is to do with networking. If you don't know somebody that knows somebody, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And especially with Perth, uh, there's a lot of independent films made, whether it be web series, music videos, or short films, features. Half the time, you're not going to get paid. You have to do it for the love. But think about it, you get a credit. So if it goes to festivals, they'll be like, oh, your name's in the credits. Mm -hmm. Woohoo! So that's what I'm kind of holding out for, for some things. Um, Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes.
0: Um, how did you get the job on normal people? Because um, I didn't hire you.
1: No. <laughs>
0: not that's a bad no, thing. But.
1: No, no. Um, I I'm trying to remember to be honest. Like here we go, shocking memory again. Um, I received an email and I can't remember who it was from. I'm not sure if it was directly from Jenna, who is the produce, lovely producer on the film, um, but I somehow got in contact with her and she. Oh, was, so you didn't know her no well I think I've met her once but the problem with film is you meet like some people once and then you never see them again until like two years later Mm -hmm. so I was trying to remember when I met her and I still can't remember I think I remembered the other day but I just yeah it's out of my mind Um, so she obviously must have heard from someone she was looking for people and they passed on my details which is kind of how it works and she got in contact with me and I was like yeah sure and I read the script and I Loved it. It was quirky, and I loved it. So, especially when they said ice cave, I was like, hell yeah, because <laughs> yeah. a lot of independent stuff is very uh, very um, simple design, yeah. which is not very challenging for someone that kind of you know wants to be creative. So when I heard there was an ice cave, I was definitely on board. Yeah, well that was, was
0: I thought it would be interesting. You know, I wasn't charged with hiring people. Like I hired the the DOP just because mm. we were, we had such a short time frame to do this, that, you know, I, you know, they spent so long, like, actually, from when they're like, okay, we want you to do this film to actually sign the contract, and you're definitely doing it. They, there was such a, like, waffle period that I was like, I really need to have someone on board to talk to, to, um, in case it happens, otherwise Mm we've just got nothing to do, and that, so, you know, I hired the DOP, but everyone else, Jenna hired and I didn't know the DP, that it was just one of those people you had to just put a message out there and yeah. uh, go. Because I guess cause a lot of the people I know either dropped out or they've become so professional out of my price range. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I was interested in meeting all these people and we had, we had you know, what, three days pre-production.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, oh, hi, I'm Olivia. Yes, okay, where's the ice cave? Let's go.
1: Yeah, it was pretty much that. It was, yeah. I, I came came to his... His house, and pretty much was like, "All right, so uh, where's the room? Let's yeah. get this sorted." So I pretty much took a whole bunch of photos and uh, just talked through with James what what he envisioned, and then I suggested ideas, and he said yes or no, and then I just kind of worked off that. Yeah, that's generally how it works. <laughs>
0: is that was that is that normal? Do you get normally get more time to think about stuff, or is a lot of stuff like, "Okay, we're going to do it. Let's go."
1: Well, it kind of sometimes differs if they. I have a project that's last minute and then they just need to get a whole bunch of crew Mm -hmm. then they obviously short notice but sometimes they try and give at least a good month or a few weeks advance because especially if it's an art heavy thing Mm -hmm. um i need time to obviously source and break down script and see what we need and what's required to be in every shot or just set dressing in general Mm -hmm. so um but a few times it has happened where it's last minute and i have to kind of have like two days mm-hmm. <laughs> to get it all sorted so my brain just goes like overdrive
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i guess we should talk about normal for a bit i'll fast forward a bit okay so okay. then you're working on top Knot detective which is what sbs funded does i assume that means you get paid
1: yeah well? um <laughs> I don't <know>. well no <laughs> um because i was only an art assistant yeah. um slash set dresser sort of thing um i got payment for um but it's a small amount, but it's still, you know, it's, it's better than nothing is yeah. what I look at it. And it's a really good credit to have as well. So mm-hmm. it was a bit annoying that I didn't get paid as much as I thought I would, but it was still a very brilliant opportunity to get involved in because it was very, very art heavy. And yeah. I've not,
0: I can imagine I've seen the pilot.
1: Oh yeah. It was, it was amazing to work on. Yeah. So I pretty much was helping, um, Matt Willemson, who was the production designer,
0: yeah.
1: um, See, Just
0: you, or was it other people's?
1: Oh ones? no, there was. He had a, he had an army. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. There's probably like five, five other, five other people, and then you've got um, Elizabeth uh, Ratton, who was the art director, mm-hmm. and she's got background in WAPA, so she was amazing. She was pretty much, as art director, she was. Uh, keeping tabs on the budget and also um, all the jobs that people need to do and making sure Matt was on the right page sort of thing. Yeah. So working with those two was amazing. And we started working in pre-production since the end of October. Mm-hmm. So I had a very long time working on it and there was a lot of building sets, painting, making the most randomest objects you ever think mm-hmm. of. Um, <laughs> one of the highlights of... of building in uh top knot is you just come home and you're like what did you build today i was like i built a golden penis (laughs) like it was so random because it the the tv series when you see when it comes out makes no sense but that's what's what you love about it it's just the most randomest thing and it was just yeah heaps of fun so i enjoyed it
0: (laughs) and so how did you get onto that like is that again someone calling you or they put notifications.
1: Out. Um, well, I knew that Matt was working because they did the pilot. I think it was last year, and that was for I think it was a comedy uh, runway thing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows more than a midi. Um, and I pretty much I'm a friend of Matt's as well, so I've keep, keep keeping tabs to see what he's up to. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm oh, working on Top Now. I'm like, oh my god, can I get yeah. on it, please? He's like, let me have a look because obviously people beforehand had priority. And then I was able to sneak in and mm-hmm. pretty much just work there as much as I could. So it was great fun.
0: Um, and so you, you got to build sets. Like, where did they shoot it? Like, did they um, have a studio space? I yeah.
1: Think? So after a long, painful process, they finally found a studio, which was in O'Connor, near mm-hmm. Fremantle, um, in this huge warehouse, which was very hot because yeah. there was oh, no right. fans. Yeah. It was obviously during January and December. Um, so it was like forty degree days. Everyone was melting, mm-hmm. um, but the space was was what we needed. So it, I think it used to be an old um, kayak, like building place. So okay. It was yeah. All right. Huge, it was like wide open. So we had major um, sets built. So all these flats up and all that right. stuff.
0: So you got to build it on set. You yeah. Didn't have to like tra- make it portable and transport. It so uh,
1: well, we had um, had a carpenter that built all the flats. Yeah and then they pretty much got their utes and vans and brought it to the location, mm-hmm. and then we just put up the flats and built around that
0: yeah, okay. sort of thing.
1: Yeah, so it was awesome. quite good. <laughs> it was very full on.
0: <laughs> Do you ever look at your <clears throat> portfolio and go, oh, there's a gap here, this is something I want, I'm going to make a film myself?
1: Um, not really, mainly because I don't have the best of knowledge to make my own film. Mm. My knowledge is art department so yeah. I'm better working off someone else's idea if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you don't have, you don't, you're not see, like, secretly going God I wish I could do a movie that was about werewolves because I want to make a werewolf oh, movie. Oh yeah, I've had
1: I've had many times where I'm like oh, I really, really want to do some kind of like sci-fi steampunk because I love steampunk it's just yeah. the most awesome thing um, so there's many many a times where I'm just like ah, oh, I really want to do this kind of genre but it doesn't usually come up and I'm definitely not going to write a script about it because I can't <laughs> can't write scripts okay. to save my life yeah. so that's why I get very excited when there's opportunities like the ice cave mm. um, where it's a lot more than just placing a cup on a bench <laughs> yeah. so that, yeah. that happens quite a bit so I was very excited when that came up so same with top knot as well. It's very hands-on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, well, so
0: your top knot finished. It satisfied?
1: Yeah, I was. I was very happy with it. Yeah. I had. I had a ball. It was yeah. great. It was great fun.
0: And so it was. It was quite a long. You're saying it was quite a few months.
1: Yeah. So it was. Um. I, we started pre-production end of October. Um. Worked all, all pre-production until Christmas break, which was I think the 23rd of December. Mm-hmm. Had a week break, and then pretty much got straight back into it and started filming the like second week of January until the very end of January. Okay. So, it was a very, very long shoot oh, right. and it was good so to what, be involved. And
0: every day kind of thing?
1: Yeah, it was an every day oh, shoot, wow. yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Well, I think minus like one or two weekends sort of yeah. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the shoot?
1: The shoot, yeah, the shoot. Or the
0: actual pre-production? Uh,
1: well, pre-production, I was there as many days as I could. Yeah, okay. Um, there was a few things that obviously... I couldn't be there every day, yeah. but I was pretty much almost there every okay. day doing all the stuff. And then the same with the film, except for we did have a few breaks when filming. I think mm-hmm. it was on the weekends we had breaks, which was good because you needed that because it, yeah. it was very full-on stuff, mm-hmm. so you needed to have a bit of a breather. So,
0: um, going back to uh, normal people, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you had probably the weirdest experience because you didn't really. I think it was only one day you were on actual set set.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because
0: on the other days you're setting up what's coming up. Yeah. And one day we're, like, in a park, so there's, like, not much you can do. Yeah. Um, you turn up, I think what the one day you are probably probably there for the whole day was probably the party scene. Yeah. Um, and what's it lo- like coming into that? Did you know any of the other crew? Because it's not like you don't have, you're the one person in your department, like.
1: Um, I... Well, I, I re- sort of remembered uh, Jenna, sort of. Yeah. I, it's just, like, I, I remember faces, but I can never remember sometimes their names or where I met them. Yeah,
0: because you have a terrible
1: memory. Because I've got a shocking memory. i put it out there again. Yeah. Um, but I actually... I, I'm trying to remember who was on the crew. Um, I remembered uh, Jenny Friend, who's mm-hmm. Continuity. Oh, yeah. Uh, we only recently um, finished working together. I think it was in... July or August on a feature film uh, another little independent thing Um, so I don't think I really knew as many people um, on this film as I've had on other films but it was still good to meet new people because it was quite refreshing to meet new faces and see who else is involved in the industry so it wasn't like the the same 10 people like keep meeting up every like couple of months sort of thing so it was quite quite good to meet new people and it was um, definitely a bit of fun to introduce myself (laughs) Although Uh, I was like sweaty and (laughs) really 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 busy doing all my stuff, but. (laughs) And like last
0: day, it's like raining and.
1: Yeah, I was a bit all over the place. (sighs) (laughs) Filmmaking. Yep.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, And so, did you? And did you meet? Like, did did you get a chance to like meet them? Like, people come up to you and say, "Hey, are you interested in working my film or...
1: Um, I think I was a bit too preoccupied to have anything like that happen. Um. Uh, a pretty I'm not, i don't think they actually did but it was still good like um I had a few people come up and ask if they wanted to help me which is always a good thing yeah. considering I was by myself with this one but no no one no one approached me about opportunities really right. okay. which which is not you know not a problem at the stage
0: <laughs> all right well i guess you haven't seen the film yet so i guess no i'm you know, waiting we have have
1: waiting very patiently for it yeah well <laughs> I want to see how the ice cave actually looks on film
0: yeah, well, hopefully you'll get to see a good version of it because I know that the, uh, and I, I haven't even, I refuse to watch it, the ABC <laughs> version because they wanted a version to put on ABC TV is, like, sh- <laughs> shocking. And um, because they, I don't know, I don't understand. And it's not it's not to blame of anyone. It's just bureaucracy gone mad kind of thing <laughs> like it. They wanted to get it to a certain colour standard. And so... um. They didn't like the way I'd graded the footage. You know, it wasn't suitable for TV, blah, blah, blah. And and I didn't really grade it that much, and that's fine. So, they sent it to a a color grader, and I haven't even really watched it, but I just saw a clip of what they did to the ice cave scene, and it's like, they tried to make it look natural. Oh. If that makes sense. So, they've graded it as if the blue lights in the room are actually white lights.
1: And it it looks... um, so all that time I spent putting yeah. blue lights have yeah. gone to waste. <laughs> Hopefully, if
0: oh. we get to show the director's cut, it'll be very, very blue. Yeah. And it was exciting. I couldn't believe how you sort of like, you had to Photoshop. You had like two hours notice to Photoshop some images together.
1: Oh, it's... it's, it's and I was
0: like, oh, <laughs> we're probably not going to get those shots because there's no way she's going to have time to do it. And I turned up and they're like, then I was like, wow, this guy, <laughs> this kid's on the ball. Um, was that stressful?
1: Um, no, do you it's have actually, to do
0: stuff like that all the time, like um, photoshopping?
1: I tend to, even if it's not. It, was, it didn't
0: have to be like it wasn't like.
1: It wasn't uh, the most amazing skills, just to put it put it out there, guys. But it wasn't like
0: <laughs> it wasn't like when I said, "Can you do this?" You didn't have to go onto YouTube and say, "How to use Photoshop."
1: No, <laughs> I I've got the most basic Photoshop skills. Yeah. Um. So pretty much what he wanted was, um, for the fairy cons and stuff, he wanted to, this, um, penguin character, to be photoshopped into a whole bunch of pictures so it looks like he's been taken at um fairy cons sort of thing in photo frames so all i did was i just went on to the the um what do you call them royalty free images Mm -hmm. at fairy cons (laughs) and just photoshopped the guy in there so I've, i've got very very basic skills but i try and i don't know what the word is i try and uh challenge myself each time someone requires some kind of photo thing, yeah just to see if my skills actually improve, um, I don't think it was too bad, but it was the most basic yeah. ever <laughs> yeah
0: I, I I wish it was like a better experience for you because i I was like, this must be cool to make an ice cave, but then there was just no you know everyone the other teams I should talk about the you walked in on the other teams, but how much time did you get on the uh, the other teams that were doing the same? Oh, oh, you mean the other Cody's. films?
1: Um, well, I had... Because
0: they had like six months more notice. They,
1: they had a... Yeah, also, they had no, a bit more... Months, yeah. I had a bit more notice, so yeah. I had a bit more time to... to.
0: And you were doing costume on it?
1: Yeah, I was doing costume designer, which was um, very, very interesting. But like I said before, I can't sew. <laughs> like, I got yeah. the basic skills of sewing and Photoshop. So, um, I can't actually make oh, so clothes like out of nowhere. it was it
0: needed real costumes it it was imaginary out of your imagination
1: it was a the way that we did it was uh so cody and i pretty much um got down together and just like okay what what do we envision her wearing and we just went through all the uh different things
0: is it a fantasy period
1: no it's a it's a contemporary it's a modern piece yeah um girl drawing in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more to it, but yeah. that's pretty much what it is. But she's quite eccentric. She's quite um, an artsy person, so mm-hmm. she likes to um, involve that into her costume. So, yeah. So um, I had a bit of fun with it because it wasn't just, you know, boring, mm-hmm. boring clothes. So we actually went to the vintage markets, the polka dot vintage markets before they closed, and uh, we got this amazing uh, red leather jacket, and that's pretty much like her main feature of her character. Yeah. And uh, she wore like, like overalls and all that stuff. So I was able to um, pretty much just, it was a lot of sourcing, but I was able to adapt by putting like little trinkets and stuff on, on her, on her clothes. She had a, a hero piece, which was a backpack, mm-hmm. which kept all of her chalks and stuff in it. So it was a bit more than normal that I'm used to, but um, it was a bit of fun. So it was still a bit, a bit arty in there. <laughs> so what were you
0: sewing just to make it fit?
1: Um, the only thing I was sewing was just sewing on the little trinkets. Oh, okay. So, yeah. which I was very happy. <laughs> yeah. Because I can't actually make like a dress or anything. I can't yeah. actually mm-hmm. sew proper clothes. Um, so, it was just, yeah, sewing and gluing and all that do stuff. Do you want
0: to do more costume stuff or you oh, want yeah. to stick yeah. to art department?
1: No, I like to stick as art department for my main thing, but I want costume as a a backup skill slash hobby because mm-hmm. one day I would love to cosplay as something.
0: All oh, right, right. So, is that what <laughs> you're, you're like, I'm thinking of? Are you Googling, like, how to sew a dress together?
1: Um, not the moment, seeing as course? my, my uh, left arm isn't very oh, functional at the moment. <laughs> I'm talking... In the future, yeah. In the future In the, yeah. broad spectrum. In the future, I'll, I'll probably take some, like, sewing classes and, and start off with very basic patterns and just work my way through that way. Um, I met a girl that, which I worked on another film with, and she did a superhero costume. It was for Icebreaker. I don't know if you heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I was helping with a costume there and she is a cosplayer. So yeah. I asked her, oh, how did you get in costume? She's like, I just taught myself. So I don't know if I'll be that great, but I would like to try.
0: <laughs> what would you cosplay as?
1: Oh, God, I'm, like, so obsessed with anime at the moment. So um, I really want to cosplay as, like, a female Natsu from Fairy Tale. <laughs> Okay. Um and you probably don't know what that is, but that's okay. No.
0: Um I feel bad I don't. No,
1: it's okay. It's not
0: from If you're not like Neon a big
1: It's not if, if you're not like a big like I don't know, I'm very like cheesy animes just cuz I love cheesy humor.
0: Sailor Moon. Does I have not count? seen
1: Sailor Moon in god knows how long. All right. And I think I need to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I just like to cosplay and I also really want to do like the weeping angel from Doctor Who. Yeah. Just I don't know, really weird like centric things, but I just need the skills on how to sew. So,
0: I thought about getting to Sailor Moon to oppress a girl who was obsessed with it, but I, it, you know, I didn't get that far. So. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't have to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs>
1: that's that's a very good thing.
0: <laughs> so that's it. Just mainly anime, or? Is um,
1: that, uh, I mean,
0: i uh, When did you get into anime?
1: Um, I've been a char-
0: since childhood.
1: Kind of. It's like I'm a little bit like I don't know. Or was
0: it an awakening in you? you I
1: find? think I got more obsessed especially over the six weeks I had in a sling and nothing to do but I (laughs) I've been I've been I don't know I've started loving anime probably for the past five years or something like I just like forgot about it like Mm -hmm. you had all the Pokemon and Sailor Moons mm -hmm. and stuff of the childhood and then you kind of forgot about it and then I later on picked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, and then I try this one and then I try this one and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then I look at voice actors and I'm like, oh, this person's in this one and then I try that one out and it's kind of like I get caught up a bit.
0: Have you gone to conventions yet?
1: <laughs> um, I've been to one, which, the Supernova a few years ago, but unfortunately No. Nah. Um, I, like I said, I can't I can't, sorry. <laughs>
0: well, you could, uh, I, I could hire costumes? I, I don't know. What was that nah, frowned upon?
1: No, no, definitely not. You can do whatever you can, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just kind of wanting to see what it was like. Yeah. But unfortunately, no one was really there that I was obsessed with. Um, okay. And this year, I'm so, so distraught about Perth not having Bryce Papenbrook, who is, like, one of my favourite, <laughs> favourite voice actors at the moment. He does oh, right. uh, okay. Sword out Online and all that stuff for those anime people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's only in Melbourne and Gold Coast. For so the, For, for the cars, I see. Supernova. For the supernova. Yeah. Um, so I was a bit, yeah, upset about that. But um, I don't know. I'll, what I'll would probably you do? Wait. Say hello. <laughs> to
0: get a photo of him, but no one would get, know what he looks like. Get his voice.
1: Yeah. No. Well, they do a lot of, like, I do a lot of YouTubing and panels and stuff. So yeah. I know what he okay. looks like. You
0: just want to uh, listen to him talk? I like. just
1: want to say, like, see him in person. Yeah. Because I've no, never really but met that might ruin so it.
0: Or have you seen his photo?
1: I've seen what he looks like. Okay. I've seen him talk before. I'm always hesitant
0: because no. I listen to a lot of podcasts to actually look up what the person. Yeah. <laughs> looks like because they're very
1: surprising when you look at my face (laughs) just like that doesn't suit at all
0: um uh, (laughs) i will get the spoiler olivia's like at least the appearance of a redhead are you a real redhead
1: i'm not and i wish i was really Mm -hmm.
0: and so what can you say what your real color is my
1: real color is like a, a a light brown hair all right um, and you're
0: like, oh, that's so murky. I don't well, want to
1: be... I've been, I don't want
0: to be grey. I want to be white yeah, or black.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be like purple hair when yeah. I'm like, like 80. Yeah. Um, no, I just I just don't know why. I just... I love the look of red hair and mm-hmm. I've tried the natural red and so many people have actually said I've got natural red hair. I'm like, nope. And so yeah. I kind of get away with it. But I just... I don't know. Something about red hair I just love. Okay. Because it's more vibrant and, yeah. you know, less dull. I, get and, that. <laughs> I
0: I wish my hair was more vibrant. We'll diet then. I used to, and now I've just got too lazy. Get
1: like, get like sully hair. I used to have these like
0: little, um, you know, panic attacks where I just like rub some peroxide so it all goes. um. Blondy bits? Grossy yellow thing. You mean like frosted just tips? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get it fancy done. I literally got oh, okay. my mum to just paint it
1: through. Oh, I don't know how that goes, but all right. And it
0: just naturally grows out to be frosted tips. <laughs> and now I'm like, maybe I should re- re-go, rediscover my youth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> delve back into but well, that's why i was like oh, i really love all the anime hair because it's so like crazy hair and I've, yeah. i said oh mom should i get this kind of color she's like no <laughs>
0: what kind of an- sorry what kind of anime is stuff that you like is it period
1: um a mix of things or is it like in the future there's a few there's, there's a few different animes. like so to name a few i like um sword art online which is about gaming and mm-hmm. they go into like a sort of medieval town so i guess it's it's the modern day, but you're in a game, so it's like medieval.
0: Do you play video games?
1: I do. Like, no, have you not... played
0: Persona 4?
1: No, I haven't. I, I'm very selected with my games. I'm obsessed with Uncharted. Oh, yeah. I okay. love Uncharted. I'm so excited for number four. I know, and it's like a few days after my birthday, so I've already requested it on my birthday list. <laughs> i like, please. So um, I'm, I'm okay at games. I'm not, you know, I'm not no, great. I, this is
0: a game <laughs> that, you know, People always talk about this because Persona 4 gaming. You, you, it's kind of like you're in an anime TV show or something, and yeah. you're playing a bunch of kids at a high school. Right. And people go crazy for it. So I was wondering if you have played it.
1: No, no, I haven't. I kind of <laughs>
0: people talk about so much. that like, even though I'm not really into Japanese games, I kind of want to. I actually am thinking this weekend. I bought the this game that they made. Uh, you know, Studio Ghibli made.
1: Oh, really? And I've, it? I've
0: downloaded it to. My PlayStation. I'm thinking of playing it, but it's called Nino Kuni. Ooh! And uh, so all the cutscenes are, are edited are like actual like and a Studio Ghibli film, like a yeah. beautiful animation. And the oh my god! The characters are like 3D versions of that. It's quite it seems to be quite yeah. nicely done. But yeah. it's the weird Japanese gameplay where it's like you take turns playing. It's not like oh
1: uh, yeah. Like like Final Fantasy sort yeah. of thing. Yes. Right. Yeah, I I'm think not it's a, a Final big... Fantasy I'm...
0: ripoff, but set in oh, Studio okay. Ghibli universe.
1: Universe. Oh my god. Yeah. I think just for the sake of it, because I love I love those. I, I want to play it because I I
0: really just want to see all the cutscenes. Yes. Yeah, I love studio Just Ghibli. YouTube yeah. cutscenes.
1: I've done that exactly. before. <laughs> when I when I was bored, I just YouTube the uncharted cutscenes because oh, right. I'd made like movies from the cutscenes. Oh yes, I know I've people say those are so good. <laughs>
0: this other guy I saw on the inter- was asking people, Hey, I love Indiana Jones, what other films should I watch? And this guy most people reman- recommended like Romancing the Stone and all yeah. that. And The Mummy. But then this one guy said, Hey man, seriously, go watch a cut of the cutscenes from uh Uncharted. Yes. And it feels like an Indiana. Oh, cartoon. it's
1: that's why it's my favourite. I love Indiana yeah. Jones and yeah. it's it's so awesome. I just love, I'm so excited. Oh <laughs> can't wait.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I have to go back to work. Yes. We might have to end it here, but okay. maybe uh, after you've seen the film, we'll, we'll have a, a post A bit of a how,
1: how it went yeah. and hope that the ice yeah. cave lives up to if my you have, expectations. When you're actually
0: cosplay, you can come talk about that as well because I always need people
1: Yeah, to it. it's going to take me a good couple of years to to get good. Yep. <laughs> Even with the most basic skills I've got, it's not going to go anywhere.
0: <laughs> yep. um, anyway, I look forward to uh, people actually getting to see the ice cave. Yes, here, here, go uh, watch it. All my all hard about. labour, eight and, hours. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't spoil anything. But I, there's, there's some funny moments that were purely created by Olivia's work. And oh, uh, uh, thanks for coming on.
1: Rita. That's all right. Thank you for it's having me.
0: Lovely chatting to you.
1: Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>